sigaria. Well, we're rolling. This is Flamenco Attitude, season four. We have made it. So thank you so much for your support. Um, because we, Marcos, I don't think we were thinking of getting to four, to be honest with you. We well, were, well, I mean, you know, we had the themes, but we didn't know we'd get such a strong reaction. Exactly. Because there's no point in doing something if people aren't appreciating. Well, on that note, I have good news for you. <laughs> like every week, and I, I know that this is one of your favorite bits, where I give you all the, you know, what's I going the, on. I want, the, I want to know the figures. Okay. <laughs> I, want, I want to know the countries. All the figures, all the countries. So the, today's special thanks goes to Austria and Scotland. So we have increasing listenership there. And because we are starting, obviously, season for a flamenco attitude, I'm going to give you a rundown of uh, the 20 United States that we're now covering, which is really, really good. So, deep bread, and this is the 20 US of A that we're currently broadcasting to. So, very special thanks to Washington, Oregon, California, Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, Kansas, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, Alabama, Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, Virginia, Ohio, Michigan, New Jersey, Massachusetts, and New York. Thank you very much. And here's to many more. You have 50, so we're going <laughs> <we're gonna> to try. <laughs> Do they like us in New York? I think they like us in New York. Actually, I can tell you from what I saw, most listeners, and don't, don't get us wrong, even if we have one listener per state, we're happy with that. But the most listenership uh, figures I saw in Texas and in Florida. I think these are the states in, that we in, covered. Texas. Texas. So there you go. Are you happy with that? That's very. I'm very happy with it. Yeah, Brilliant. I'm, I'm glad the people enjoy it. Exactly. So Austria and Scotland as, a, as two countries per uh, episode that we promised. Special thanks. And also we wanted to give like a big figure for our beginning of season four so thank you to all the 20 united states that we're currently popular in and we were thinking on that note to talk about the eight provinces of andalusia, andalusia because you have been in all of them you've had adventures in all of them flamenco is developed differently in all of them and they're obviously the reception is different the traditions are different we have we have our guest cat milo <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you heard him a little in the background. Um, well, without any further ado, let's have a chat about the eight provinces of flamenco and uh, a little bit of your adventures in them. Well, I think we, we need to start, obviously, in the capital yeah. of Andalusia. Seville. Uh, uh, as you probably know, uh, from my point of view, we see Andalusia as a country. Uh, that is from Marcus's point of view, definitely. <laughs> So, uh, obviously, the capital of Andalusia is Sevilla, mm. and Sevilla is a, a large province. Uh, it's where I first uh, studied my flamenco, and I suppose the first thing we've got to talk about is in Sevilla you've got the wonderful river going through the middle. You've got the Giralda, you know, the, the great towers, and you've got on the other side of the river the cradle the very cradle of where flamenco really developed. On the other side? Yeah, Triana. Triana. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we know. didn't get to that when we were there together. No. <clears throat> and, and of course, in a way, uh, that didn't really matter because, sadly, the, the, the people were moved out of Triana to another area, to the, to, uh, the outskirts of Sevilla, so Triana is not Triana, what it would have been in the 19th century with all the iron forges and things like that. It's a very nice place to visit and you should go there. But we need to talk about maybe the centre of, of, of Seville itself. Which, which I saw. Which you like saw. I, I can vouch for that. I saw a little bit of the centre. This is on yeah. our last day of travel together three years ago. So yeah. kind of a long time ago. And you come down a wonderful road, which you came down a little winding road, La Calle Sierpes, where you've yeah. got all the, all the people selling beautiful pastries. And do you remember the, the pastries I in do. the window and all of that? And you chocolates. didn't buy me one. We didn't buy <laughs> <laughs> I didn't forget that. 
And so you come down from the town hall, the, the Baroque, Baroque town hall, and you come down and you land in a very important place for, again, the development of flamenco. Yeah. Not so much the birth of flamenco. And it's called, the, the, you've got the Alameda de Hercule, and you've got the, the Campana. And the Campana is where, in the old days, the great early recording artists, they all lived there. Mm-hmm. So, do you know when we got down to the end of the road and you it, saw the big department yes, store, the Corking Glaze? Oh, yeah, where, yeah. where, where you, uh, you're very annoyed because I uh, I needed to go to the WC. <laughs> and it I takes t- time. I forgot about No, and it takes time. Okay, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, uh, it takes time to find it and it takes time to wait the queues, right? Yeah. So, half an hour later, I come downstairs with uh, Fred, your wife, and you're very annoyed. You are very annoyed because you say, you can't find anyone in a department store <laughs> but it, it's a huge one yeah well the the amazing thing is that huge department store yeah was built on uh, a duke's uh, castle sort of thing because it's called Prata del Duque and so I've got photographs in my collection of all the great flamenco artists in the great house that was yeah. there yeah, that's obviously gone to make way for that department store, all being photographed. So you've got to realise that in that area, all the big artists of the 1930s and all that, they all lived just round there. So my first maestro, uh, Pepe Martini, no, my second maestro, Pepe Martini, he would go as a young boy round that area late at night to see whether any of these people were around doing any practicing or whatever. And it was just opposite there that La Nina de los Penis, the girl of the combs, would come out on the balcony and sing. Yeah. Can you imagine You that? told me about these little occasions. Do they yeah. still happen, kind of, in Yes, Seville? they do. Because I remember you told me actually that about in that. Yeah. yeah. But in those days, she might have come out on another occasion because she brought out a new 78 record or something <laughs> like that. Yeah? Yeah? I mean, she was a massive... The first recording star. Yeah, of, of, we talked about her. Yeah. We talked about her in our, I think it was episode number two yeah. on or three on yeah. flamenco greats. So, or, or I could take you further into town uh, to the Carboneria. Yeah, the we mentioned the Carboneria. Yeah. yeah, wonderful place. Uh, flamenco goes on there most times. They have two different salons where they have flamenco on. And uh, you've got trees there that grow up from the outside that are so old it's just a magical place and yeah. you don't have to uh, as far as i know i've never had to pay you don't entrance you, entrance you just buy drinks and all the rest of it and you have from and that's right in the heart of seville but very hard to find because you have to go down some very little windy roads mm. yeah. is that the absolute flamenco place that people need to visit I, if they I would go say to so. seville yeah I, I would say so because it, it's such a an atmospheric venue. Mm. It's, it's used by Seville people themselves. They love to go there to have a, the a tradition glass, of, is there. glass of sherry or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, so that's great. Or you could go way out north to the Grand Plaza. Mm. Now, this is another area of, of, of Seville where, incredibly, I've sat outside a, a cafe and... <sighs> The great Lebrijano, with his hat on, sadly not with us now, has come along and sat down yeah. to have maybe a glass of wine and look at the... Because it's the Grand Plaza is, is again, a, a key part of That's Seville. Good visit, yeah. But it's a bit of a way yeah. out. Yeah. And the Grand Plaza, is, is, is that like a... Um, a square or... It, well, it is, yes. Yeah. It's yeah. a big roundabout. Mm. And, uh, I mean, in the old days, you, you actually had things called record shops, if you were interested in flamenco, where you could go, go and buy a record there, but you can't do that. But what we, we need to also think about is Seville has... It's a province, so it has its other towns. Yeah. And we need to t- reflect the Golden Triangle. So you've got... Places like Morón de la Frontera, yeah. where I'm always in, yeah? Utrera. Where we have singers from Utrera. The great singer, Fernanda Bernarda. 
And then you've got Lebrija, where we just said about Lebrijano, yeah. and, oh, Lebrijano and all of that. And we call it the, the mm, Triangle de Oro, oh. the Golden Why is triangle. it golden then? Well, because in those three places are the great artists, of the, the, genre. The, the descendants of Pinini and, and things like that. Uh, <clears throat> and these towns have these wonderful festivals. Apart from being great places to visit, they are... I you know, uh, they're different. They're, they all have their own characteristics. Morong, you see, what we've got to to point out to our our audience is that um, not every village, every town has flamenco. So we have pueblo con pueblo sin. sin. So pueblos with flamenco, pueblos without flamenco. And why? And is that a part of the name? So would you say whatever village con flamenco? Well, normally if it's got uh, ending in frontera, you know, obviously relating back to when uh, Andalusia was part of Arabic heritage. Yeah. Um, and these were fortresses. Most uh, frontera, that would be very flamenco. Mm. Very flamenco. But if there isn't... You don't know. You're because, not welcome. Well, it's not so much they don't have want flamenco. It's that they don't have tradition. A, a tradition yeah. of artists yeah. or a, or a singer or a guitarist. So they just don't, they just don't do it. Yeah. Um, one thing we did uh, miss out actually when we were talking about the centre of Seville is when you were uh, going to that department store. Also, we've got to reflect: is this is where. In this very area, in the Campana, the, the nightclubs, or whatever you want to call them, of the 19th century, started. So, a man called Silverio Franconetti put the idea of having a place where people could go, pay to get in, and see a show. Now, incredibly, uh, on my last visit, only... Um, a month ago, yeah. I played with the singer who is the direct descendant of... Of course you found this of this, of this man. Of course of, you of found Silverio it. Franconetti. And he can still he think, yeah. play everything. And he wanted to sing with me and uh, we had a whole afternoon. So, um, it's incredible that, I mean, he, that must be his great, 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 great... <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't like to, to we call bisabuela, but bisabuelo, but I don't know how many times, we, you know, how many grandfathers you have to go through to get back to him. But he, and the, the incredible thing was, he looks just like this. He does? Yes. So that was great. No, this is, and probably Seville is the most, um, even though it keeps the tradition, it's probably the most modern of all the rest of the... Yes, because since the, uh, I mean, I've seen Seville change so much. Prior to the Expo, which yeah. was in 1992, it was a very different place. But now there's even more bridges going across the Guadalquivir. Mm -hmm. And modern buildings went up, uh, the Expo site was developed, and Seville has become a very, as you say, a very modern city. Yeah. very different city to what I knew uh, as a young boy. Yeah. And it's very hot as well. <laughs> we were we were absolutely dying when I was. And you probably experienced the same because it's summer. And you said it's uh, all the heat is coming from Africa. Yeah. So that's the thing, the heat that tends to not go down too much in the evening. No. No. <laughs> we were dying on this airport. Inside the airport as well. Yeah. I think you ordered an ice cream or bought an ice cream, which immediately after you um, unwrapped it, kind of liquidized. So, yeah, not an ideal place if you want a lot of shade and to rest, but a great place if you want to see. Because we were walking around as well. It was so atmospheric. We were walking around and we were taking pictures of the different houses because they all looked incredible. Are these were these all like old preserved buildings of how it looked like hundred years ago or something? Because it was or, all or much longer than much that. longer. I mean, you've got uh, pilots' house in in, in Sevilla. You've got you, you see that you've got to realize that the the wealth of Seville 
years, hundreds and hundreds of years ago was incredible. You couldn't actually now build these type no. of... No. The cost would be too great. So you're looking at uh, a capital that ruled the world yeah. for a period of time. Yeah, that's true. What music would you recommend for us, for our musical choice? Something typical civilian, or I'm well, not I, sure how, how the, what the I, name I, I think, because you, you said typical civilian, we've got to think the great thing about Seville is it has two things of the in the year. It has Holy Week, yeah. of, and then it's followed by uh, the, the Feria. Yeah. Now, the Feria is unbelievable, because you're talking about, you know, a million people or whatever that come to it, all the... Famous film stars from Hollywood, they come up in... Who films. comes to it? Oh, over the years, ne nearly most people... Well, well one, name one. <laughs> yeah, you're putting me on the spot. <laughs> um, That's what I do. Yeah. Um, but, the, you know, the feria... I mean, all, all towns, all cities have ferias. Fair. But the one in Seville is seen as the big one with all the tents where you can go around, get invitations to be invited in as flamenco artists in some of the tents. Uh, it, it's, it's sort of like a massive public thing, but very private. Because unless you've got an invitation, you can't go, you can't go into any of these tents. You, you can walk around them. And have it's very a, VIP. <laughs> yeah, you have to. And the newspapers print on a supplement where you've got all the slots. So you go around with your little booklet and somebody say, oh, yeah, you know, I work for the Blah Motoring Association. Come to the, the tent at three o'clock and, and you write it down and you've got an inv invite to go. Now, this is an amazing thing of Seville because you've got... The, they build a portal, a, a, a wall of lights that links it into. Mm. And it's just, well, it's magical. And, I mean, originally it was a, a kind of a, a livestock sort of thing that was held near where the, the coach station is now. And it's moved to this new site. It is, for that period of time, that, that week is unbelievable. It's, it's full out. You know, and uh, women in particular spend a lot of money uh, buying what people think of as traditional flamenco dress, you know, with all the, the polka dots and everything. And these dresses cost a fortune. And this is the time of year when you can go on a bus in and you get it into town and wear it. And nobody's going to think, oh, that's anything. a bit strange. Yeah. That, that, that is the time to show what you've got. So you said, what sort of music should we go for? So in a way, it, we could say it's not flamenco, but most flamenco people, including Camarón, recorded it, Sevianis. The Sevianis is, is any Sevianis would reflect the spirit of Seville. Seville. Now, moving on to a place that I am a little bit too familiar with, uh, not because I've been there many times. You've been obviously there many more times than I have. I've been there only once. I went there for six days, met with you and Freddie uh, to kind of spend, you know, a few days in Cadiz. But the plot twist is, you were five hours late for our meeting, so I had to walk around between the state, the um, bus station and town and back. I was lost. I really was lost. I was confused. Stopped in a couple of cafes, but because I was carrying a suitcase, people were kind of, you know, looking at me strangely. So I quickly started moving between between places, and then I realized. I was so stupid. I should have just walked into a McDonald's or something and nobody would have bothered me, but I wanted to see the real place. No, I mean, what you should have done is put your luggage into a locker and bought a local newspaper and sat on a bench and nobody would have thought anything of it. The problem is, Marcos, um, you actually were very delayed that day, weren't you? Yeah, I was. And, and, and uh, we were thinking that it's a matter of, let's say, an hour or 45 minutes for us to meet. So it wouldn't have been a problem for me to wait. But five hours is a little bit too much. Well, what so. you have to realise is when you travel through Andalusia, as, as I do, um, these buses can take a little while. Took a lot. Yeah, because sometimes they don't come on time, and things happen along the way, and so we we, we didn't arrive at the right time. But no. <laughs> once we were there, um, 
you'll remember that we went down. I mean, Cadiz obviously is on the Atlantic. Yeah. Beautiful town. Yeah. Yeah. Ancient place. uh, From the Phoenicians. And you know what? It felt very homey to me. I don't know why. I felt as if I've been there before, even though I haven't, hadn't. But it felt welcoming. I I sat in one cafe. (laughs) Immediately a man approached me to buy. I have two little bracelets. Because he really said, oh, this is it. You know, and this wasn't it. But, you know, you get that. Uh, and the cathedral is actually very impressive. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because of course we, in a way, it's bad that we didn't mention the cathedral, the cathedral in Savijic. I but think yeah. this one is something special. I think we will, we will, um, we'll keep it for our religious uh, yeah. episode because we want to do a flamenco and religion, and I think we will give a special slot to the cathedral in Seville because actually, you've told me there is a very interesting story about it. Many stories, probably. No, but you're right. I mean, the cathedral um, in Cadiz is beautiful. Uh, It's it's in this in this white stone, white marble. Um, In fact, it's it's the second cathedral because there was one earlier, a little bit way down. But it sits right on the edge of the sea. Yeah. Yeah. The promenade there is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Now you say the promenade, so you go down. You carry on down to the very end, yeah. and you get to La Caleta, yeah. which is where we went. And that you're into flamenco land there, because in the Caleta, you've got uh, Juanito Villar's club, his, his peña, you know, um, and you've got an area where Barrio La Viña, just in where all the people who used to be toreros, bullfighters, flamenco artists, it's where they all retire and run bars mm. but then you've got that air coming in from the Atlantic yeah. yeah and you've got some of the best fish and seafood that you can get and it's all fried funnily enough we didn't get much seafood <laughs> well no but wouldn't you we agree we didn't have time to eat no. no but wouldn't you agree we out of all the things that we got up to that's one thing that funnily enough we didn't do why was that? Because I think you were going to take me to a place, or but, but our plans changed quick. I mean, in a way, you were lucky because if you do go down that road, you get so much that the portions are so. Large. I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> you know, it's just too much. I, I wouldn't mind that. But uh, um, no, I can't remember why we didn't. didn't but I that. think it was in our plans, and it's something I don't know. It yeah. didn't happen. But we went to. I'm very pleased that we did this. How do you call these little? They're on the beach and they're called something. They're like little, not shacks, but... Chiringuito. Yes. And you said that this is one of the last ones there. Yeah, because you know, under new rulings, there's an issue with having a chiringuito on beaches and everything. Yeah, I mean, it used to be great because I, I actually... Uh, worked in one of these years and years ago where you, we you just have, sold. We, you have worked everywhere. <laughs> you've worked in a Shiringuito. You've told me you've worked in a British pub at some point. <laughs> yeah. What do you just pop up and say? I I, I would like to really work here. Well, how, how does it? Well, work? I mean, when I when I did that, we the main food we did was green peppers, fried green peppers. <laughs> They're beautiful. Yeah. And I can't remember how much it was, probably a hundred percent, I don't know, for, for a set of five. And they're all beautifully fried and covered in sea salt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and so it, it, it's sad that those sort of places are going, you know. But... We had a very good we time good on the time. beach and yeah. everything. And now, I can't remember, but did we go to La Isla? San Fernando. We did. We did. And it was, for me, it was the most impressive um, travel because everything that you told me was actually, you know, exactly as was. Because the first thing that we did, obviously, we went to the Camarón's grave. Yeah. And huge amounts of flowers and visitors. Oh, yeah. I can see you. I can see you there now. Because I, I, I was worried I was going to make a mistake by saying that you went to La Isla. When no, you we went yeah. to San Fernando. Well, yeah. I mean, we never say San Fernando. We say La Isla. We went there and it's easy to get there because you, when you're in Cadiz, you just get the bus. But we had trouble coming back. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's I, that's what I remember because we Finding went... where the bus goes from. No, we went. We had a grand time, which, which we're going to tell you about. Couldn't come back easily. We had to take mm. a cab. Ah, yeah. 
yeah. Well, hopefully once the new line opens up, it will be very easy to go there and back. And do you go there um, every time that you I, visit? Yeah, I'm yeah. always there. So I go to, in, in, the whole place is now called really Espacio Camarón because the whole area is dedicated to Camarón. And since we went there, of course, the big thing that's happened is his museum has opened up. So right next to the Venta de Vargas, which is where he used to love to be, is a brand new museum. And they've got his car. Uh, they've got, I, I can't remember how many, but a lot of his guitars mm. and all that kind of stuff. I know we're going to do a special on Cameron, so we'll, get, course, in, we'll yeah. get into that more. We went to Hispania. Yeah. And what you've got to realise is that um, Leisla is... is it's, it's like the centre of the Armada, the Spanish Navy. It's a big mili Game. military area. Um, that, that's one of its, its great things. And I will say this to you. One of the things that they're uh, very pr proud of is uh, they say, Cuando España era una isla. Because it's the only place that Napoleon couldn't, invade yeah from a historical point of yeah. view yeah yeah he he couldn't get in so the the islenos are very proud you of wouldn't that. let him in. <laughs> <laughs> you if you were there you would personally not let no, him we in. don't want we don't want him but anyway we'll have to move around a bit so what we could do in cadiz we could go to areas where many of the great singers come from chiclana chipiona you know, the, these are great places where, you know, you, you're talking about my, my, my old friend, the great singer, Rancapino. This is areas where, Antonio Rey, this is where they, they grow the great singers yeah. of the art. These lovely little seaside towns along the coast. But if we go inland, you get a more interesting place, Algodonali. Now, this is a town which is famous for one thing, really. The guitar and they call it the root of the Bachani because this is where the coming from the lute and everything was the where the, the the instrument evolved and in this town is now the the number one sought after guitar or one of them number one. <laughs> not your guitar no. one day it, it will be called Bernal <laughs> yeah Bernal and actually when you go to this village you'll see a sign it says welcome you to Algodonales and a huge guitar. guitar. Oh wow. Yeah? Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. And then of course if you really want full on flamenco in Cadiz province is of course the town of Jerez. Yeah. So you can't get more flamenco than that. Why right. didn't why didn't you bring me to well we had too much on didn't we? Yeah, it's, it's, you know, you can't do everything. I and mean, this is the problem. Um, people try to do, do all this and then you don't really appreciate anything. anything yeah. Yeah. Um, in Jerez, of course, you've got museums, you've got salons of study. It's where many of the great artists throughout history have come from. Terremoto, Moraito, you know, we could name them all. And Jerez, of course, is known for... Uh, Jerez is is where the English word sherry comes from and this is the, the place where mm -hmm. the fortified wine is made because the, the English people couldn't pr pronounce Herer, so they call it sherry. I, I was sure about that. Oh yes. And so... Uh, It'll be on the test everybody. Yeah, and, so. and, and if you go there uh, as a tourist you'll see that many of the great bodegas, the houses of, yeah. of the wine, they've all got English sounding names. Not all of them, but many. Like, for example? Oh, well, I mean, what, what's the most popular sherry that we get in England now? You've thrown me now. <laughs> you trust you to ask me that. Oh, God. Um, oh, it's gone out of my head. All these names. Sherry drinkers out there, write to yeah, us or come, tweet us. Come, come to me yeah, tweet us at FlamencoPod, culturepodcasts at gmail.com. <laughs> you, uh, you can put this to put us right. Uh, okay, well, yeah, I, I made notes of some wonderful artists like Moreito, you mentioned, or uh, Antonio Rey, um, and we're trying to um, include music there because Cadiz definitely can personally recommend it is wonderful. Well, let's go to an even hotter place. And that is very Arabic place. 
it is, but even more Arabic is where I want to take you now. Cordoba. That's what I meant. Ah. Cordoba is a, is, a, is a more Arabic place. Yeah, because of course it's got the Great Mosque, which is an unbelievable... Monumental, monumental building. Thing. Yeah. Uh, from a flamenco point of view, it, it, it's interesting because it's more known for uh, academic yeah. studies. See, when you say Cordoba, it doesn't shout flamenco to me, no. but obviously there are some... But it has produced great artists. But it has artists. produced artists, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously, we, we, we would have to mention Fosforito, you know, the little matchstick. And he's from a, 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 a town in Cordoba province, Puente Genil. Uh, so Fosforito, he's one of the greats. Paco de Lucia played for him and all like this. And it's, it's, um, it's an interesting place because it's got these wonderful buildings but it, it, in the 50s, it, it took on a tradition of flamenco is not something just to be played or sung or danced. It's something that should be studied. And so the university there set up a seat of professorship, of learning, of, of this type of thing. But, Marcos, aren't you a bit against people kind of saying, oh, I have a, I have a PhD in flamenco, you like the well, more raw... Yeah, but I think this is slightly different. This is where you have uh, somebody in a position who uh, is an expert in yeah. flamenco. You know, not so much saying, "Oh, I'm doing an MA in flamenco." Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. that I am the, I hold the chair of flamencology yeah, of, yeah. Of, of this thing. You know, so okay. I'm, I'm not totally opposed to that. I think that's fair enough. And there's been some great ones. Uh, Manuel Cano and all these different people that have, have held the, the, the these seats and they are uh, great experts. So Cordoba, you know, they have a wonderful festival of flowers as well. It's well worth going there for that. But what I want to do now is take you away from the heat yeah. and, uh, and of, of Cordoba to a land of green. Where green, is that? green, green. A land of olives, more olives than you could ever believe. <laughs> Chayeng. Mm -hmm. It's a mystery. It's a, like a mystery name, mystical name. Isn't yeah, it? It, it, that's a wonderful province of Andalusia. Um, they probably produce more olive oil than anywhere. In, in, is that in the world. is that it? Is that are we sure about this? Is that like still valid? I think so, very much. And of course, it's what the Romans decided. Uh, was where they would want their olive oil to come from. So the, the groves, in fact, there are even bottles in museums that the Romans, with the actual oil in them yeah. from Roman times, you know. So it's uh, the Chayeng, if you want to really relax yeah. away from city for life. For all of this, uh, what's it called, um, noise and music and everything, yeah. Yeah, it's a great place to go. I have been in Cayenne relaxing or I've been also with one of the great singers from Cayenne who's no longer with us, Rosario Lopez. And so I've gone with her and her guitarist to one of the towns of Cayenne called Anduja uh, for a big uh, performance. And she used to tour with, with Camarón and she's, she's probably in her day the most famous artist of flamenco in Chayen, because Chayen is not flamenco, flamenco like Sevilla or Cadiz. It's a little different. Doesn't have that many that many artists. It's not quite as flamenco as the as those other provinces. Yeah. So that next next time we go together on holiday, I think well, I would like to relax with you in Chayen. Well, do you know where I take you? I take you to the Casola. Yeah. This is you promise? I, yeah. Is, I have only, I don't know how many witnesses. <laughs> That's the next one. The Casola is one of the uh, great wildlife areas of Europe. I like that. Why is it? What, what do we have there? Well, I mean... Flora, fauna, everything. Yeah, every, yeah. And also, one thing you've got there is the uh, wild boar. Habali. Habali, yeah. I'm scared, Marcus. <laughs> I don't want to, do you know what I mean? I would love to go and relax. I don't want to think about the board that's going to rock up at my, you know, is, is that going to happen? Well, I mean, you don't do what I used to do, you know, when, you, when I 
have my breakfast and don't finish it all and just throw it into the hedge. Marcus, I'm scared now. In the night. That's not not my idea of relaxing. They come down from the hills and they pick up that there's a bit of bread and stuff in the hedge and they're in. It's potentially terrifying. um, So Chayen is a good place. But that's green. Yeah, let's go. From, Would you yeah, recommend? Uh, because I had, I think, previously I've tried to search for Rosario Lopez for our listeners on Spotify, yeah. and I don't think they have her record. So, anyone else good that we can recommend? Carmen, uh, Carmen Linares. You will find that. So, where are you taking me? Well, now? I thought I'd take you from green to sort of orange. <laughs> Is that because of oranges? Or, yeah. No, it's because it's the it's the, one of the driest places in the world. Little desert or something. Yeah, Almeria, and many people probably don't know this. We we used to have a, a, a tradition in in the Western world of of the Western cowboy films. Yeah, and they're supposed to be in. You know, the United States of America, and you know, the kind of thing where. Hello to all the 20 United <laughs> States that listen to us. So, people, uh, you know, you have a little town, and then there's a bar, isn't there? And with the flapping doors. Oh, and, yeah. And a man the saloon. Arrives, the saloon. Yeah, yeah. And a man arrives on a horse with a rifle. With two. With two yeah, yeah, and yeah. he walks in and he says, um, Give me a shot of red this, eye. Yeah, this town is not big <laughs> enough for the two of us. And all the music stops in the bar, doesn't it? And yeah. All, yeah. Well, all of these, or the majority of these types of genre of film were all shot in Almeria. Can you give us an example? Is this a well, prog- it, all the Clint Eastwood. Actually. So uh, some of these spaghetti westerns spaghetti were, were, were... Are you sure that Clint Eastwood was... Well, I, I can't say that one for definite. I, you know, we'd have to check, but... The, the majority, because what people found is that uh, the, the landscape of Almeria... Is similar to more, what they tried well, to Well, it refer- looks more like people's image of, of the cowboy. Yeah. Yeah? But don't forget, the whole dress of the cowboy and everything all comes from Andalusia, because that's when uh, Andalusia conquered America. Yeah, and so all of this type of chaps and riding. You know. Well, I do believe some of the states were actually Spanish. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so they use out, and you can still go there now, and uh, be in your own sort of cowboy film. You know, because they they you can pay to just mm-hmm. wander around. So they, it's an amazing. So that's a film set that's in Almeria, but it is very very dry. And the great thing about it is, it's home to. For me, the number one flamenco guitar player, Tomatito, the little tomato, the man who accompanied Camarón and has made some wonderful solo records, which, you you know, I mean, he he's a, a brilliant artist. Now, a great story about Almeria is the, art, the, the author, Gerald Brennan, who was living in Granada province, he heard uh, that some of these very famous people were coming to stay with him and um, he he thought, well, I can't have them here because I haven't got any furniture. <laughs> yeah. This was in his village in Granada. Oh, yeah. So he walked all the way to Almeria. To get some? To get some furniture. Oh, my God. Now... Well, how do you bring it back? Well, that I don't Chair know. by chair? That, that I don't know. Um, on a, on a but horse. If, you, if, if you think about it, um, that's a long walk. Yes, and you're bringing chairs and tables with yeah, you. And the reason he did it was because he didn't have the money. You know, I mean, it's not like now you could just ring up somebody and say, "Could you deliver yeah. me a sofa?" No <laughs> IKEA, to be honest. There. <laughs> so, but, um, but I, I mean, he had very famous guests there. Um, off the top of my head, Virginia Woolf, that all mm. these, these, you know, because they, they'd all heard he was in this small village. In so it was a very interesting for curious for them to see yeah. what life yeah. is like. Yeah, and there's wonderful black and white photographs of them all sitting uh, on his roof, you know, enjoying the sun and all the rest of it. So, so that's Almeria. We talked about all the styles in flamenco, but one of the great events other than the Holy Week and, and, and the Feria, is the Rocio. This is a pilgrimage. And this goes to a place which is actually called Rocio in Huelva, Huelva province. Huelva. Yeah. So people leave many of the provinces 
uh, like in Seville with uh, like a cart with oxen and they go all the way to this place the Rocío it, and it's got a, a kind of a, a thing that a religious aspect to it yeah but the amount of people that go there for this thing is amazing still still yeah and in 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 the heyday of Paco de Lucia and Camarón you can see pictures of them on horses parading round this place yeah. and the people have a they party as it were for uh, a whole week but the great thing is is when the virgin of the Rocío comes out of the church that's what the people go there to see yeah so um it's very much a place i don't know how to describe it because obviously the first couple of places that we talked about were very very uh, modern very flamenco oriented is that a flamenco a typical flamenco place then well it it, it is and it isn't yeah, I mean, they, yeah it's not as flamenco as say Sevilla. Okay. yeah, but, yeah. Uh, they've got some great artists and yeah. of course it gives its name to a particular style Fandango de Huelva mm. which is a particular 12 beat style uh, very popular and one of the great artists from that area is Paco Toronjo uh, who is a wonderful singer of this of this particular style now if I took you to another part of Huelva that I know Aracena Aracena is an amazing place, one of some of the many famous films have been shot there as well, actually. Um, that, I don't know if it's, know if it's Journey to the Centre of the Earth, one of these crazy films, but because it's got um, caves, these caves were discovered. This is a wild place by the sound of it. Well... Kind of on the wilder side, yeah, just well, like uh, Almeria. It's more of a, you know... Well, it, I mean... It, it's famous for a number of reasons. I mean, it's sort of very close to the border of, of Portugal. Mm. So it's partly, it's changed, you know, what, what, where it actually is, which country it's in. It's also where the, uh, one of the courtrooms were for the Inquisition. Yeah. Yeah. But most children who are now uh, in their 50s and 60s, or when they were children, in all parts of Spain, would have been taken to Aracena to see the caves and go down these incredible caves. Yeah. Now I've been down them. I'm not a fan of caves. No. Of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not a caveman. Okay. You are more on yeah. the on the artistic side. But yeah. if you don't want to go down the caves, no. which it seems to be almost compulsory, um, no, no, there is a lovely little uh, train or kind of little. Uh, train type thing that which is a sort of a, one of these um, trucks that looks like a train that takes you all into and it will take you all the way up to the castle and everything I like that better yeah I like I like trains and I like traveling by train yeah. I'm not too sure about those caves uh, you told no, me about I know I got you know when you're you know well it like 20 minutes in you're thinking hmm Will I ever go out? <laughs> yeah. So, no. yeah, I, I must admit, um, no. my wife, Frida, will tell you that I was very relieved to come to, out the well, other Why did you go in, in the first? I wouldn't go. Well, when you go there, they seem to sort of make it compulsory. No. no. I'm going to take you to a place that most people have all heard of, really. It's, it's probably the most... Touristy tourist, place. Yeah. Apart from uh, Seville. Yeah, and I think, in a way, it's more... It, to many people, it's more famous than Seville. Yeah, Seville. Mm. Yeah. Would you agree with that? If you look at flights, you know, <laughs> of of air uh, yeah. companies, you would see Seville, I think, more often. But this place it also holds a high, you know, regard amongst tourists. And in flamenco terms, uh, it's it's it was brilliant. We're going to talk about the career of, of Camarón. But he he was often called El Bocoron de Malaga, not Cameron de Laisley, because he loved Malaga. They treated him very well and his concerts were massive and he was paid very well in Malaga. Malaga, obviously, there's many famous places within Malaga that people know, Fuengerola, Torremolino and all these different places. These were just small fishing villages that have become massive tourist places. 
But if you go to Malaga Capital, it, it's famous for having more museums than any place in the world. Now, I'm not going to tell you how many, because it, it's probably more than 50, I wouldn't even like to say. It, it's, it's incredible. They've got a museum for everything. I mean, they, they've got a car museum. They've got a museum for uh, the clothing of Andalusia. <laughs> you know, but, but why are we going to talk about it? Because they've got, of course, a flamenco museum. Yeah. You'd expect that, wouldn't you? I would, yeah. Uh, now, I went there, and <laughs> it's quite something, actually, because they... They've got things like, we talked about La Nina de los Peines, how she was this wonderful person making records in Seville. Well, they have got in this museum her record player. Oh, that is special. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, do you know what? I think you sold it to me quite well. I think this is the place I want to visit next. I'm not sure about those Haberli. I, I can I can deal with Malaga. <laughs> well, I mean, Malaga is wonderful, Malaga yeah. capital, because it's a bit like um, the centre of Malaga is a bit like sort of Oxford Street, but with a wonderful Andalusian feel to it. Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Well, so I shopping, like yeah. shopping, yeah, I like that. Yeah, you know, I like museums. that. <laughs> Yeah. I tick, you ticked out everything that I like, yeah. so maybe next vacation, yeah? Yeah. It's, I have, it's, it's I have a, witnesses. It's a great place, yeah. And, you know, of course it's produced wonderful artists, uh, you know, Cancanilla, the, the, the Malaga, all kinds of, of great people have come, come from the province of Malaga, and it's very strong in, in flamenco. And as I said, it's a province that flamenco artists like very much. Well, we're going to end our journey, I think, in a place that's very popular, uh, particularly with, with, with English uh, tourists and things, Granada. I've never heard people say that they go there. But Have you not? No. no. Okay. Maybe you know more than I do. Well, you know, I mean, you must admit that the Alhambra is one of the most famous things in the world. We've talked about the Alhambra. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, it, you have to book up if you want to go to it now. It's not like in my day when you could just go there. And I'm going to brag a bit. Yeah. And say, Something you never, ever, ever do. And say that I, I got very lucky when some some people there asked me to come and play in there. Yeah. So Was it like an honour for you? It, I mean, yeah, can you imagine? Because this is a place where it's one of the world's heritage sites. You, you have to queue up to even get in there to, to see it. So to be able to play there was amazing. But the great thing about Granada province is it's known for uh, its guitar makers. And there are, you know, 20, 30 of them. And they're all in these particular streets. And in the Cuesta de Gomez, as you go up, you'll see all these, all their shops and, and things like that. And so Granada, apart from being the last place that, that, that fell to, to the Spanish from from the from the Arab Empire, it's a place where, if you're really into guitar and architecture, then that's the place to go to, and you'll see the people building these guitars, and they're not just uh, uh, people from Granada. You've got Dutch guitar makers there. All kinds of different nationalities have decided that's where they want their workshop. To be. Yeah, because it's got the feel for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would uh, recommend it. Uh, it and of course it's it's produced uh, some great artists and I think probably my favorite and um, we'll, we'll probably end with this one is um, a, a man who brought out a record which blew my mind. Uh, how he did it I don't know but he's called Pepe Abishwela and the Abishwelas are one of the great families of, of flamenco of Granada. So, yeah, you took me through all of the eight provinces. Amazing journey. I would like to visit them all, starting Malaga, because I've been, I've been a little bit in uh, Seville, I've been to Cadiz. Malaga will be next on my list, but... I think Malaga's for you. I think so. Because I'm a socialite, I'm a social butterfly. Well, yeah, you, you can have, a, you can do some shopping. Exactly. But uh, have a nice meal. Yeah. And then go to one of fifty museums. That's what I think. Mean. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely for me. So, but for anybody else who is thinking about 
uh, embarking on a grand journey throughout Andalusia, what would be your advice or kind of insp inspirational word for them? Well, I mean, just see Andalusia as I do, that Spain has many countries. People don't often realise that. And Andalusia is one of, from my point of view, the greatest country in, in, in Spain. Um, it's so rich in culture. Its cuisine is incredible. And the weather, of course, is, is, is a wonderful factor. But you have to remember that Andalusia does get a lot of rain in, in the autumn and early winter. You know, people often think that it's 40 degrees sunshine every day of the year. That's not really the case because you wouldn't be able to grow all those grapes and all the rest of it and make that sherry uh, if you didn't get that amount of rain. So, it, you know, it's up to you. I mean, I, I like going in the winter as well, but it, it can get colder um, and, you know, wetter than England. So, you know, in, in certain times of the year. So you've got to realise that. Um, but in the summer, of course, it, it's a paradise, an absolute paradise. Thank you for joining us on another great episode of Flamenco Attitude. This was the episode where we looked into all the eight provinces of Andalusia. And I personally really enjoyed this virtual journey. Been to some of them, would like to visit all of them. And for all of you who have traveled or plan to travel, please write to us, uh, culturepodcasts.gmail.com. You can also tweet us at flamencopod on Twitter and uh, share your experiences because we would like to hear more from you um, about what you do. And don't forget, we have a Q&A session coming up on September the 25th. Uh, once again, culturepodcasts.gmail.com is the email that you can write and at Flamenco Pod is what you can use on Twitter to tweet your questions and comments for us. We really, really look forward to it. It's It will be amazing. It will be amazing to connect with you. So um, massively looking forward to that. But until the next time, whether you listen to, play or learn about flamenco, remember to always follow the beat. Mm -hmm.